0: Uh, We've been talking about stories, the experiences of people and families as uh, you and I together endure this coronavirus and the uh, peculiar impact it has had on our lives and our livelihoods and the way we interact with one another and do business and learn and travel. Uh, It has uh, had a dramatic impact and the experience that you and I uh, are having right now will be analyzed uh, forevermore. There will be uh, historians in years to come who will look back on these days and they will analyze the impact of this coronavirus on the economy and on how you and I as uh, neighbors and friends and family members interact with one another. I, a few weeks ago, put out a call to for folks to share with me just how, how their experience has been uh, as they have faced this coronavirus. I want to share a, a few of those uh, with you here in just a moment. The first one coming from uh, Sharon, she shares with us how it has affected her and And also, uh, very generously offers some advice to others.
1: I work at a grocery store. And I think one of the interesting things about this time is that um, you do feel like you're on the front lines because there's so much exposure to so many people. But I think part of the challenge and what requires a little extra effort is not buying into everybody else's stress. Because a lot of customers will take their angst out on the employees just because nothing else is really going maybe the way they want. Um, So I think just trying to ironically keep not only social distance but emotional distance has been one of the keys to trying to navigate such an odd time.
0: Another comment comes from Janelle. She talks about how uh, this whole coronavirus deal has affected her and her family.
1: The virus has affected my family and that I'm a single mom of five and I've had to stop working. Um, I work in the film industry and we've stopped production in the middle of production. And I've not been able to take up any new work anywhere um, because I am homeschooling my five kids, which has been good and bad. Uh, very frustrating for everybody, but we make sure that we get out into the hills. I'm fortunate to live by the mountains, so we get out on hikes. Um, fresh air is essential. And then, um, yeah, money, I'm I'm trying to make some face masks like everybody else. <laughs>
0: I just finished reading a book uh, last week. It was called The Splendid and the Vile, and it chronicles the events uh, in Great Britain during World War II when the Germans commenced bombarding uh, that region of the world. That was a time when Winston Churchill had just come into power as prime minister. And uh, the author, Eric Larson, who told the story, did so uh, through many means. He he looked at uh, journals, and he looked at historic archives, and he also looked at records kept by people uh, called... uh, Uh, mass observation diarists. There were individuals uh, who were employed uh, by various uh, er, public and private uh, employees, and their job was to open their eyes and open their ears and soak up everything that was happening around them and record uh, for history uh, the the experience of everyone. Well, a a similar effort is underway right now uh, at the University of Utah. Joining me now is Jeremy Minty. He's the head of digital library services at the University of Utah's J. Willard Marriott Library, and is heading up a project uh, similar to what happened in World War II. He's collecting stories, stories uh, from you and me, similar to what was shared with us just now by Sharon and Janelle. Uh, Jeremy, sir, how are you?
1: I'm doing well.
0: How about you? Uh, I'm hanging in there. Uh, they've got me broadcasting from my guest bedroom. I'm getting a little, uh, little stir-crazy, but uh, other than that, uh, all is well. Uh, tell, me, tell me a little bit about your project here, please.
1: So one of the purposes of libraries is to just gather, preserve, and make information available to researchers and the general public. So at this time where we're going through such a historic event, we're going through a pandemic, that it might make our lives seem kind of mundane and boring right now. But this is going to be something that's interesting to researchers in the future to see how we cope with life in 2020. So through this project at the Marriott Library, we're just hoping to take a snapshot of what life looked like here during the pandemic so that current and future historians can have the information that they need to study the effects of people and during this time period.
0: From where do you, do you expect to, to collect these stories and these narratives?
1: So on the Marriott Library's webpage, it's lib.utah.edu. There's a link to this digital collection where anybody in the state can submit their own photographs and stories. We've been receiving submissions for about three weeks now, I think. Pre- We have around 450 items that have been shared by 200 to 250 people. So we're hoping just to get stories and photographs from people all around the state just to show how this pandemic is affecting everyone in the state of Utah.
0: I I understand the value of this project. I am behind it 100%. Give me me that website once again.
1: The website is lib.utah.edu. And then on the left side, there's a news and events section, and there's a link to the Utah COVID-19 digital collection.
0: And and there's nothing special. You are asking for everyone's experience, regardless of how mundane it may seem or uh, unremarkable it may seem, what everyone is going through. Because these circumstances are so unique that every single experience being had right now will be informative and, and helpful to historians looking back on these days.
1: That's right. No matter what you're going through, it's going to be interesting to be able to study that in the future. Just looking at some of the content that we have received, we're receiving a lot of things of everyday life, people working from home or doing school online since the schools are closed. We're having some funny posts where people who maybe had a spring break cruise canceled, how they recreated that in their backyard. Or we've also had some serious things of people that are actually struggling with the COVID-19 virus and how they're doing that. Or today we received a submission from a high school student just showing how some of their goals that they had for their senior year before graduation next month have had to be canceled or postponed. So we want to just be able to represent everybody's story and what everybody is going through.
0: What's the, what's the ultimate goal with, with this project? Will there be excerpts available for the public later on to look back and see how their neighbors fared? Or will uh, this be tucked into a, a time capsule uh, to be opened in 50 years from now? Or what, what's next? What's the, what's the end gate goal for this?
1: So once we receive content for this collection and we've been able to process it, they are all going on our online digital collections that are freely available right now to anybody in the world to view I believe right now we have over 300 items that anybody can get onto the website and browse through at this point. We have over 150 more that we're waiting to process. Once we have them on our website, the plan is to keep them up for the future so people today and 20, 50 years down the road can use this archive to be able to do research and see what everybody was going through.
0: So so not only are, are folks invited and, and requested to contribute to this website and to share their experience, they can also right now uh, go see uh, how their neighbors are faring and what their neighbors are experiencing. G- give me that website one more time, please.
1: The website is lib.utah.edu, and yes, please go on there. There's a lot of content you can start looking through. There's a lot of interesting things to see what others are doing to pass the time. It might even give you ideas of what you can do while you're staying at home.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Minty, I am uh, incredibly grateful to you for coming on the program today, explaining uh, your project and for executing this uh, important project. I, I am a big lover of history and I know that it is projects and efforts like this, uh, that fill in some of the gaps and help us understand the experience of our ancestors and those who came before us. And this will serve, uh, certainly not only the folks that are dialing in and looking, uh, at the experience of others today, uh, but it will give those, uh, who come after us an opportunity to look back and, uh, learn what we experience today as we go through these unique times. Uh, Jeremy Minty, Head of Digital Library Services at the University of Utah's Marriott Library, sir, Uh, grateful to you for your time and for your service here. Yeah, thank you very much. All righty. That is going to do it for today's program. Uh, We are stepping into a weekend under new circumstances, something dramatically different than what we went through last weekend. Uh, Last weekend, it was, uh, don't even look at your, don't even look out the door. You don't know what's out there. And our good patience, our social distancing, the good habits that we have kept over the past while— are beginning to pay dividends as we enter into this weekend uh, of of more relaxed uh, state of risk, the orange level of things. Uh, I want you to remain prudent, if you would, please, please. If you're going places uh, where you need to wear a mask, uh, don't be ashamed to do so. Okay, it's helping uh, not just you and your family, uh, but others out there. Speaking of your family, enjoy their company. Where you can get together with them, uh, please do so. Uh, that's my intention for this coming weekend. Uh, so let's go out. Let's have have a safe and happy weekend. And next week on Monday, let's meet back here right at 1 o'clock to chat again. Next up, Jeff Kaplan's Afternoon News here on KSL News Radio.